what I said. I am pissed off. If you keep insisting on trying to knock me off this podcast, I'm not. You are. Not every at every me. single time we start, you put it towards you. Why don't you want to hear my voice? Do you know, know that I don't want to hear your voice. First of all, you're loud. In. I'm not. You're the bitch. I keep threatening <laughs> to have a poll. We're gonna have a poll and show. Bitch, do it. Yeah. I will. Make a poll. The effort of putting a poll. Will you do it? I will. I will. <laughs> Oh, we've restarted. Yes, we have. So yes. this has been recorded, and people must know that when, what that you're you're you're. Are you taking a selfie? I'm taking. <laughs> Alrighty, welcome back, girls and gays. Welcome back, girls and gays, to another episode of Ash Head. What Ash Head? <laughs> Love her, mum, aunt, visionary. Um, welcome back to our podcast. Mm. This is I'm Mukunda. I'm Mukunda. Your host. Someone tried to call me M at the gym. At the gym? I was Did like, you backhand them? No, no. I said, oh, absolutely not. No, you can't. That's. I'm so glad you said, oh, absolutely not. Yeah, no. My previous um, boss literally just called me M and didn't ask. It was, disgu- it was really disgusting. Oh, I'm doing it again. I can... What accent's that? It, it's not pinpointed. It's my expression accent. No, I think that's literally... Honestly, it's the ballet of Jamaican accent. No, it's You're more. It's, it's actually like Scottish, kind of. <gasps> you think that's Scottish? No, but it's no. Like... I'll I'll show you Scottish. I'm Mukundwa. I am the host, and you are. Who are you? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I'm your cohort, Nyakwezi. Cohort. Oh, cohort. You're a cohort. I'm a cohort, Um And this is the podcast. No, I can't do that. I can. I'll do my Australian. This is the podcast where we close the gap between where we are and where we want to be. And we invite you to do that with us. That is spot on. That was perfect. I couldn't I actually couldn't absolutely perfect. It's okay, I'll hit you back. So yeah, welcome. Um, today, I am. We're actually reporting live from Clown University. This is class <laughs> of twenty twenty, and the campus is full, guys. Yeah, full. we're on campus. Yeah. People's red Afro wigs are absolutely on point today. Mine yeah. is yeah. <laughs> shining. <laughs> Laid the edges down. So, yeah, we're reporting from my dorm room here because um, I've been the ultimate clown of 2019. And that's cool. I'll receive that L and I'll I'll put that placard up um, in terms of friendship. And I really want to have this episode. I'm, I'm basically going to discuss. We're going to discuss friendship and hard conversations. Is the truth necessary? What's kind of the truth or a lie? Um, when do you kind of know to save or, or end a friendship and should we really intuit how our friends feel or communicate and what are the barriers we have yeah. when we do those kinds of things? And we're looking at this through the lens of four friendships I had that, um, oh, I have rather. Lol, yeah, past tense. Lol, four friendships I have that I never had the courage to, um, to audit and some of them for seven months, others for literally 12 years and longer. I've had issues, but I've not, Talked about them. So I want us to... You know, that's why I take the the placard for Clown of the Year. But also, it's really funny. Someone said to me in my DMs, just as a side note, they're like, yeah, we practice what we preach here. And I'm like, oh, no, we don't. Like, who told you I practice what I preach? (laughs) Who told you that? Like, who actually told you that? But all that to say, basically, is that I think a lot of us have wisdom for other people's lives and for, like... (laughs) Yeah, how things should be, but not necessarily for our own. And I'm no different. And the reason I say this is such a long intro is that when we listen to people and listen to anyone from your fave podcast, Us, to Oprah, everything has a context. And if I suggest a remedy or if Oprah does, it's from the context of her own life, what she's doing well and what she's not. And so all the things I've been saying are from the context of somebody who's feeling very stifled in her friendships, who um, knows exactly what she wants, but doesn't know how to ask because she's afraid to upset people. Um, So this is you or me. This is all of us, really. So essentially to take it with a pinch of salt that when people give advice, it's because they need that advice themselves or have taken it. But it it means they've been in that position to some extent and they're not absolved from needing to like be better. (laughs) Let's dive right in. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So um, the four friendships. So friendship one, and I put these in order of um, from like January when I started to yeah. initiate some hard conversations. Friendship. She, this is all beautiful. Like I know. everyone is categorized <laughs> and there's like four different columns of like what went wrong and then I what and then how we work through it. I'm so excited. It's very cap of me. 
Um, Cap means Capricorn for those that don't know yet. For those that aren't familiar. Now that she's discovered she has a Capricorn moon, everything is Capricorn. Oh yeah, that's like all we know in these streets. Alrighty. So friendship number one. Friendship number one. So that friendship, um, the catalyst, like why I decided to have the hard convo was my own guilt. I basically felt I'd mistreated this person and... Wait, wait, start. Friendship number one was tension for four years. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, there was tension in that friendship for four years. Mm-hmm. I didn't open my mouth for four years. Um, and yeah, I just felt like I'd mistreated them. And they just like were still around. And that mm. really, I was disgusted at myself and them. And I just couldn't understand. Mm. It's that like dog syndrome when you like hit a dog and they still come back and you're so upset. Well, I I've never done that. So Mukundra is... I've never done that. Incredible. So if she'll do something bad to you, and then if you don't um, approach her like she would expect one should, then she'll be mad at you for not taking the steps to like correct a thing. But isn't that normal? Don't you do that too? I think it's wild. So what do you do? What? Um, and what, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Oh, like you're disgusted by this friend of yours for not approaching you and being like, hey, why are you being such an asshole? So now you're disgusted with him for not um, approaching you. Um, I don't think I... Well, first of all, I don't mistreat my friends in that way. So I don't know what you... So we can't tell the sarcasm in there. So you need to actually... If you were being sarcastic. Well, I actually can't think of a way that I, I... Okay, I don't... There's no situation I've been in where I've been bad to someone and then mad at someone that they haven't well an example is if you have a friendship you must have a friendship where let's say you don't like how they're behaving but you stick around and, and then don't i'm mad at them and then you're mad at them for being who they are that's the for me that's mistreat like that's the same thing oh okay so mistreating isn't a, it's not an active um i insult you but you still come back it's a I don't like who you are, but I'm still here. And I resent you for being who you are, yeah. which is unfair, but I'm still here. That very for me is an act of violence. Very, very strong language. Carry on with your... Yeah, that's an act of violence. So you do that too. I just want to know... Cause this, uh, is a, this is a, an episode about countership. You have friends that you don't like who they are, but you're still there. Am I right or am I wrong? I think you should finish your example. Woo! <laughs> 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 Woo! Okay. Um, yeah, so... The the reason why there was that tension was the foundation of our friendship initially was off. Um, it served their ego to like have an agony aunt in their pocket. And it served my ego to have the proximity of this person who I really admired and to feel like I was saving someone. Like that's an identity I formed was a savior. Wow. So it was a codependent relationship to begin with. So this is also, um, as a side note, a topic we're going to talk about friendship transitions, because how do you transition a friendship that was created on strange foundations you know because you both have the same style or both like the same guy or we're both in a certain faith and now that you're not that thing how do you maintain that or transition that yeah and so that's what we went through is transitioning from a really shallow codependent um ridiculous foundation to one of meaning and substance and that was like a painful transition um so now you have meaning and substance now yeah but we've actively had to work on relearning we don't Mm. we didn't know each other so Mm. the last like few years we've been getting to know each other even though we've been friends for like six seven years in any point during that like the tension period did you consider just throwing them in the bin and moving on um yeah but i consistently throw people in the bin but it's a bin i never empty so they were in the bin (laughs) Right, I saw a meme that said, like, don't throw friends in the bin, throw them in the recycling bin and let oh, them yes. <laughs> improve and come out when they're better. Yeah, that's that's it. I, I throw them and myself in the recycling bin. So they were in the bin. I just, I mean, I don't tell my friends this because I, I, I experience the world very um black and white, quite dramatic. So I'm constantly breaking up with my friends, but it's like internal. Yeah. And then when we talk, I'm like, oh, Actually, we're friends again. Yeah. So this is just like an internal, you know, up and down thing I right. go through. Right. Okay. Um, and then I think I felt a lot of guilt for not being a, a better friend because I resented so much of the personality that they had and I wanted them to be different. Mm. Um, and in that need to like fix them, there was just like toxicity. But in on their side as well, I mean, their ownership was if you're friends with someone who wants to fix you, you're like participating in that too. Yeah. So it was weird. And we... I couldn't stand the guilt anymore. So we talked and it's really been resolved. And now we have like a friendship where we've understood the past and now we have no expectations that are unreasonable mm. that I often feel really stifled by. Like if we're good friends, that means we have to talk, we have to catch up, we have to hang out, we have to create new memories now. 
Um, you know, we have to, I have to let you know about what happened to me that time or this time. And that's like overwhelming for me. So we don't have any of that, um, which I really appreciate now. Mm. And I think that's like a thing that kind of plagues relationships now. Um, even if they're like in real life, long distance is the performing of a friendship that if I love you, if that's not enough, I have to show you by mm. checking in in these specific ways. Like that's overwhelming, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think what's so nice about what you've done is that you are like addressing the how of what you want to achieve and quite specifically for the two of you. Um, and w like when you talk about what's reasonable and what's not, we don't do that. We don't interrogate that. Um, at least I don't. And so I've just adopted a model of friendship, ride or die, um, and everything that comes with it. And actually I don't like a lot of those components and I have no freedom or very little freedom within that mm. because when, um, I'm not happy with the behavior or I'm not happy with what's happening, I'm supposed to be there to die. Like, till death it's just too mm. much but also i mean it does also come come with having the courage to have these conversations um you know in yeah. order to just decide well what actually works for us i think you know what i think that's what's been plaguing me is that i feel like these hard conversations that i need to have mm. are about how it's over you know or oh. if it's to continue how then we go back to ride or die like what do we we have to fix the thing then go back to full-on ride or die which and i haven't i haven't allowed myself to entertain the idea that it could be something completely in between or different and still that. be really good friends and they mean a lot to me but i don't have to like mm. you said you know speak every day call every day or the things that are that i find r stressful mm. or engage in certain topics that are just not interesting to me yeah yeah and i think that comes through um that comes from difficulty in 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 riding the wave of transition right so i have friends i make let's say because we go to the gym together or we go to university together and if we go to a class every day together, you form a very different bond. But now that you have graduated and you're not in class every yeah. day, that looks different. Yeah. And it's a shock because you're not prepared for that. And it's that scrambling of, we don't have the same connection we had when we saw each other five days a week. Yeah. Um, how can we recreate that? But you cannot if you're adults and if you don't live in the same space. Yeah. Um, and I think it would be the same when we live apart. It's, it's going to me. be different. You're moving out. You always talk about one of your own home, bitch. But you're next door with a connecting bridge. <laughs> Do you guys see the madness? <laughs> a connecting moat? A bridge? Yeah, I need to keep you under my wing. I'm so dead. Um, but I think it's that. It's like when you change spaces, how do you weather that? And it's really funny. I was telling my friend that why is it that I find like the friendships where you meet every two years in the same city... Um, and check in like every like eight months yeah. are often really much easier yeah. than the close ones who fulfill you and nourish you on like a daily, weekly basis that yeah. you have to do maintenance on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you just intuit that, you know, I can check in, I can ask you how you are and in four months I respond and that's okay. And then in two years we see each other and that's okay. And we love each other so much. And there's like an, un you can intuit, there's an understanding that doesn't need to be like spoken about. But you need them both. You need them both. A hundred percent, you need them both. Yeah. You need them both. And I think ones only seem sweet because of the contrast. But I think if I didn't have the everyday friends, yep. the ones of every six months wouldn't be enough. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's 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 unrealistic to expect that they won't be the struggle slash hardship slash uh, difficult moments with the everyday friends because that's just what it is. And I think the sooner that I accept that this is part and parcel of an everyday friend, the the quicker we can actually progress and grow and yeah. get through things. Yeah. Hmm. Because I, because I'm my own person, a fully formed human with my own entire world inside me mm. instead of ways of being and truths. And you are a completely different entity. So of course there's going to be, I don't think we, it's impossible to see things through two different eyes and expect to see the same thing all the time. It's mm. just, doesn't make sense. And it's pointless as well. So um, the next friendship um, is one that I've had tension in it for over for a decade. For 12 years? 12 years. A decade plus two. Uh, a dozen eggs. <laughs> if, if a chicken laid one egg a year. <sighs> a, a Mormon household, the ones yeah. that live in the rock, the the, the rock Enjoy caves. yourself now, because we're coming for your neck very soon, hey? It's only minute 18. I haven't met, done my table with all my friends. Oh, <laughs> baby. 
Um, okay, so I've had it for uh, a decade. 12 years is not a decade. What it is. You rounded off to the nearest 10. It's a dozen years. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the catalyst for us talking was, I was like going ham. This is the thing. Everything has a context. When I go ham on Instagram, I was going ham on Instagram like, bitch, there's some friends who do X, Y, Z. And they message me. They're like, lol, is this about me? And in that moment, I'd had enough. And I was like, it is. It is about you. The passive aggressive bitch becomes straight up. Yeah, aggressive. I was like, it is about you. And she was like, oh, no, that's not aggressive. You see, that's not aggressive. It's not aggressive. That's no. honest. Okay, so the passive aggressive goes to being honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, they were like, lol, like for real? I was like, yeah, honestly, yeah, it literally is about you. And so they asked, they just asked more questions. They probed, they're like, okay, well, why? Why, how, what, when, and where? And then I explained. That's such a wonderful person. I know. In that moment, I'm like, I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> I am amazed. And I was amazed. The honesty really releases, like, toxins. Listen, honesty is, honesty, honesty. is that, dr- like, it's amazing. It is that bitch. I felt so light immediately. And they, um, what I assumed would have crushed them f- across 12 years, and maybe it might have, just really didn't. I'd made so much assumptions about what the truth would do to them. And then when they heard the truth, they were like, oh, okay, well, you know, I don't agree in this way. I agree in that way. Can you expand, you know, where do we misunderstand each other? And so basically on my side, so how they felt, they felt ultimately that I'd neglected them as a friend because of my communication style and I um, police their, their communication with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they used the example of... <laughs> When you want to talk to Mukundwa, you have to write a text about texting, about talking. <laughs> and then once we've gone through that, then we can write a text about scheduling to discuss Skyping. And that's accurate. I was like, yeah, that is pretty accurate. Is the wound still raw? Or can I... No, no, that's no, not raw. Go say ahead. that I'm on their side. <laughs> well, there's no sides here. These are just different perspectives. Okay, no, actually, no, expand, expand. <laughs> You're wild. No, well, no, no. I, listen to you don't respond texts for weeks, Nyak. Yeah, but that's gentler than telling the truth. Okay, no, that's a bad joke. This is fast. I can't wait till the we do this. Because it's the it's, truth, but I'm trying to make it funny. But yeah, no, I avoid. You totally avoid. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm, I'm one step closer to self realization, actualization, because I admit. Oh, but I have, you bitches I, are bitch, out I have there. a whole podcast. I am currently admitting you're busy dragging me for filth as I'm laying my soul. Well, while you were creating this beautiful table of friendships and, yeah. you know, fixings, I was, I didn't know that was happening. I would have come with my data, with my daughter. Would you? Yeah, but I'd have to do some work first. Yeah, a lot of work. Yeah. It would take weeks. Yeah. Um, so they felt neglected and yeah. I felt on the flip side, overwhelmed. I was like, well, I don't, you have so many expectations. I've literally opened my big mouth to tell you I'm not going to fulfill and you still hold me to them. And also what you call policing, I call boundaries. So we discussed that. Which were actually often crossed, weren't they? Because you said, this is what I want. And they ignored that and did the, you know, did what they wanted instead. So, which they thought was reasonable. Because that's their model of friendship. So what we ended up figuring out was to some to some people, a friend means you check up on me, we hang out, we talk. To another person, a friend means I love you. When I want to hang out, we will. Until then, adios. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the confusion was we had yeah. different friendship models, but we both um, have a very similar character trait of um, assuming everyone has like our perspective. Yeah. And that if it doesn't, we don't change our perspective. We like, well, I don't change the perspective. I change the person. <laughs> So if they didn't relate to my perspective, I'd just be like, okay, that's cool. We, I can't do this with you. I'll find someone else. Um, which is not totally wrong. Yeah, no, it's great. Look, instead of wanting a person to change, like accept them for who they are and yeah. do what you got to do. I agree. I agree. Um, and, and everything within context. It depends what you're, you know, the reward and the loss and stuff like that. True. So now we have a better model of friendship where they know what to expect and not expect from me. And I also know what makes them feel loved, which is a hard one, though, because I'm learning it's not enough to love people. They need to feel loved. Yeah. And that's the hard part for me. Yeah. Love languages, eh? Yeah. Like, that's a bit irritating. 
which, and I understand that it's irritating and because I found it irritating too, pertaining to you actually. But mm. then I realized that it actually hurts you more than it tasks me Ooh. to do the love language. So it's worth <gasps> it. Yeah. Like saying sorry and stuff. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And looking you in the eye in the morning. I, when I yes. literally have to curl my whole body around your door and go back. It's a U-turn to get into your bedroom because yes. it's so complicated. I need to be looked at in the eye or yeah. else I'm like, well, we're fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Thanks for that. Okay, so I need a... And that's what I said to them. I said, um, there's something you want of me. You want me to communicate in this way? No, I hate it. I absolutely hate every minute. But... <laughs> what a fucking But I will toad. do it because it makes you feel good. But know that it's not pleasant. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) What should I have done? Okay, where am I wrong? This reminds me of I was watching What If last night. I'm pushing through because you enjoy it. But anyway, so I was watching What If last night, and I've forgotten the main woman who's got all the money. Yes. She made a deal with this other guy who was who agreed to sue her and do all these things for her, right? Yes. And she insinuated that he would get sex at the end of it, and he just um he had uh, uh, assumed that he would get sex. So when it was all done and he organized the things she wanted, then he was like, right now it's time. And she was just like, just hurry up. <laughs> I know. She 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 framed it so that he'd rape her. Basically. And he was like, well, I don't want this. Oh, I didn't think of it as rape. Because like she was giving consent. But she's like, yeah, go ahead. But I'm bored as fuck. Exactly. So that's you. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> but And I thought it's important to be honest. Yeah. You need this. I don't want to do this. Yeah. It, uh, it upsets me. But I will do it because it makes you feel loved. Rather than me falling on my sword again, which is how the issue starts to begin with. Yeah. So if they know it upsets me, and, and I tell it upsets me, but I'm willing. That's yeah. the difference. It upsets me, but I'm willing. Um, So if they know that, they can also measure, is there a way we can meet in the middle? Or am I okay with her being a bit uncomfortable and but pleasing me? Um, and yeah. honestly, for example, I really appreciate a sorry if you're wrong. I'm fine with you being uncomfortable to please me with that sorry. I, I, I if, if it makes you uncomfortable, I'm fine with that. So I've made that judgment call. And it's about, it, it's just about um, like, yeah, just seeing what matters more. Like the suffering I feel you'll endure for about two minutes or the, the, the real release I feel I'll have. And then the rest of yeah. the day with us goes well. I prioritize that. I think it's yeah. more... So I, I think that's just like what you have to do in every context. So big up to your friend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they haven't really responded all that. Oh, so you might not have a friendship. No, I don't know. We, so I, what I like about our friendship is that, so I told them all this at least four months, no, three months ago. But we just respond when we're able. Okay. So now we're laughing at memes on one platform, but another oh, platform we're great. having our, our chats. No, that's good. If you're like <laughs> laughing on another platform, things are fine. Then they'll get back to you when they're ready. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, the, the change was more on their side to understand I will never be who you want me to be. You take it or leave it. Yeah. I'm not changing. Yeah. And then the final friendship. So I had tension for about seven months and this was a friendship I considered really, 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 really close to my heart and still do. Um, so the confusion was, I was about to laugh at you for having tension for seven months, but bitch, I've had a foot with, with like one of your closest friends. I know. That's good. It's getting shorter and shorter. That's really good. 12 years to... Four years, now to seven months. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the last one? Oh, no, there's one after this. Yeah. Um, so this friendship, uh, essentially there was miscommunication. They didn't receive some of my messages and I didn't receive theirs. And so we both thought we were ignoring each other. So we both... They sent me multiple messages. I didn't, I didn't respond because I didn't receive them. I sent them one. Mm-hmm. You know, a day, a week, a month, three months, and no one responded... And so we were like, oh, I guess they're... And it was after a month of quite a tense relationship we'd, we'd had. Um, so I just figured, putting two and two together, they're not confrontational. They've always mentioned um, that people feel close to them and it's not really reciprocated. So I thought, oh, this is their way of backing out. And the kind thing to do is for me to back out too, rather than confront them because they don't like confrontation. And for them, they thought, okay, this person wants to put our relationship on a back burner. I would hate to hear that they aren't interested in me anymore. So let me not ask because I don't, I'm not ready to hear that. Yeah. And so for seven months, we just were clowns like that. The valedictorians. Yeah, the valedictorians. uh, Clown clown university? Yeah, clown university, clown incorporated. Um, And so... Basically the founding fathers. We were the the founding fathers of clownery. (laughs) 
And hopefully we'll do an episode on this. But like, there's not really much to say now. It's so funny. The minute you actually say what you want to say, so much of your tension and anger, yeah. it's such a big demon in your head, like monster. It really is. The, the little, the story of what's happening gets a so life big. of its own. It's humongous. All it was was no text, Jack. And then that the stories it. you heard for seven months. I mean, really? I mean, the tears and the like. Did I cry? Know? I think you did once. Quietly, yeah. Yeah. No, not quite. I think I, that might have been the time you cried and told me not to touch you. No, no, that was when I was money. Was I was sad about money that I've just flown on cream. Don't touch me! I know. Okay, okay, I'll sit here. Don't worry. Which is great. It's good you can. I'm so dead. And so what we figured out, which I want to know your opinion of, Yak, yeah. is we decided we're never going to intuit what our, when it's a close friendship. Never assume, okay, you've done A, B, C. So obviously, logically, yeah. it means D. Yeah. I'd rather ask. Yeah, yeah, agreed. You agree? Yeah. Do you do that yourself? Do you ask? Or do you assume? What the hell? I thought this was your offload. Um, I assume. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> now me and this friend are back in our bullshit, and that's cool. Um, and I think... That like propelled me to talk to talk to my final friend. So those were four friendships that were like in ruins. So with my final friend, this I had tension. I had tension for four years as well. And they just asked me how I was doing and I snapped. I'm like, do please don't ask me how I'm doing. Like I really hate catching up. I really hate answering how I am, because it's always the same. I'm well, like I'm well, I'm well. Like stop asking. And they were, I think, really taken aback. We didn't talk for a couple of months. And then at one point, I think I asked them, I said, if you want to do a friendship audit, like we can. And they were like, yes, no, we need to. Let's do this. And so we talked. And I think I had a lot of they'd picked up on what was true, which is that they were going through mental health issues. And I resented having to be around them and be there for them, because if I can't fix people, I don't want to hear the issue. I don't know how to hold space. I don't and I don't enjoy holding space for people. Um, I don't hold space for myself. I don't hold space for myself to be sad or down or low. Very rarely. So for others as well, it's just so hard. I'm just like, no, let's fix it. Like, let's fix it. Here are the steps, A, B, C, D. And so because I I didn't have the language to communicate that. And so I would stay. This person would ask me, am I a burden? And I'd say, no, you're not. But it was clear I was resenting having to support them. So I was guilty. I was too guilty to, to leave, but also resenting them for needing assistance. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that's horrible. Assistance that you couldn't give. That I couldn't give. And I've been thinking about this a lot, is that how, this is why I think it's so important. Um, when I, I go on a lot about prioritizing yourself. And I think it's a strange concept, especially for women. Had I prioritized myself and said, um, even in the crude language I have, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm fed up because I can't, you know, I, I don't know how to help you. That would have caused an issue, but I would have moved out of their space. Yeah. Now, who knows? Maybe they have a complex now of being paranoid, like who's around me now and who's actually resentful of having to be of assistance. When somebody has a mental health issue and they can clearly, they're intuitive too and can pick up on the subtext me staying did much more damage in my opinion. Right. So if I'd had the, if I'd put myself first, if I'd tried, if I'd stopped thinking of myself as a martyr and a savior, yeah. that my friend needs me, let me stay even though I don't want to, I would have done the right thing by me and therefore by them. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important, even though it seems cruel, harsh, aggressive, whatever to do right by yourself. It always, you just don't know the effects of what it means to put people before you, um, and resent it. Yeah. Or put people before you're not resented, but not prioritize yourself. It always ruins shit for everybody. It fumbles everyone's bag. Yeah. That's what I think. And so that's like, that was a big lesson for me. And I want to talk about that, um, that idea of, in terms of putting ourselves first, what do you think is like kind and yak? Do you think it's the truth or a lie to a friend? Do you think it's saying, I actually don't like who you are at the moment. I need space. I'm not going to give you what you want me to give you. I'm over this. I love you, but I'm actually just over this. It's mm. not even personal. It's just boring. You know, what's what's kinder and does kindness matter? Or is it about like prioritizing what you need to get out? Yeah, I think that I think kindness always matters, but I think that it's important to frame it differently. Mm -hmm. So to not have a specific idea of what it needs to look like to be called kindness. Um, so 
honesty, uh, compassion, uh, kindness, right, are, are always necessary. Um, oh, wow. The professor that does not read her own books. But um, <laughs> because I think it's so important to express exactly what. So what I want to now do is express exactly what I want or exactly how I feel and not not need to only or to put pressure on myself to only present that when I have uh, an outcome in mind. So to be able to be vulnerable enough mm. to be like, hey, like. This is, I'm feeling tension here or I'm not feeling comfortable in this friendship anymore. I feel like we've, you know, we've grown separately and it's just not, it's not something I enjoy engaging in. Uh, that's where I'm at. It feels like I just want to pull back, but then just to have, to remain open, to be open to conversation. Because I think what might be hurtful is, um, is not an ultimatum, but like d mm. deciding for them, like mm. taking away their choice, their, you know, their, their chance to interact in this thing. So that even if they, they are like, no, 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 we can do this. You can then interrogate it, but do what does doing it mean? So for me, it looks like sticking around for more abuse or for more, um, for more of, uh, you know, if you're dealing with, with issues for yeah. more of those issues, which are hard, is hard on me. So do you see how that for me is abusive in a sense, like for me to agree to that, I'm, I'm oh, accepting abuse on myself that's, you know, intended or not intended. Yeah. So to just to be able to have that open conversation, I think for me, that's my ideal. So I think kindness is necessary and that is in giving them, allowing them their voice, um, but expressing mm. what you want without uh, negating their opinion. Okay. So you can be kind and honest yeah. with your, your intended outcome in mind. But yes. then you don't, you, you're, but you're flexible with that. Of course, you like, that's up for negotiation or at least you're workshopping it with the person. I think when it's a friend like that, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and it's all, it's all within context. Like where, where you actually, you need to cut it off for your health. It's over. It's over. There's no, you're not going back. Like you, you make that call. There's also a way to communicate that with kindness and I only and I say with kindness because whatever energy you put out there has to go through you to put out there so even if you need to cut something off immediately if you do it or if I do it um aggressively I I'm the one sitting with aggression but there you know I can also say this is it and there's no no more but kind in a kind manner what's the kind way of me saying so my friend who had the mental health issues I was just thinking now I mean had I been honest my reason for not was that how do you even manage that? Like that's, uh, that's, that, that's spirally material. Like someone might spiral. If you tell them I can't deal with who you are or what you're dealing with right now. So, but would it be better to have told them in the way you just said now or to be like, Hey, listen, Oh, are you saying to tell them or not to tell them? I'm saying you said you can say it in a kind way. And yes. I don't know that. the So I don't think the truth. Hmm. I never used to think the truth was necessary or like to be upheld. Now I believe in partial truth. So I still don't I tell my friends. I mean, the full truth. I mean, I just, who does, I just think who does it benefit? If I say, uh, yeah, I just don't want to really chat too much because you're boring. You're actually, oh, I just find you boring. I do. And that's actually just why I don't want to talk that much. What can't, couldn't I just say? Your interests aren't that aligned. And so interesting aligned. Mm, yeah, sure. That's, that's still, if you said that to me, I'd say, well, in what way? Let's role play this. In what way? What do you mean? Interesting aligned. Well, we've been friends for a decade. Yeah. I just like, you're all about this, like self-development and personal development and stuff. And I actually, I just want to make money. So I feel like every time then we talk, it's like there's conflict within me because I'm not really interested in, in that. And so I can't really, you know, contribute. So I think it's okay if we just, like, we don't need to be in each other's space all the time. Like, we can just, you can pursue what you want and I can pursue my side and we can keep checking on each other periodically. Mm. That's how I'd say it. Okay, but then, no, don't, like, never feel shy to talk about money. Let's do it, man. You ever want to talk about money? Like, I'm totally willing to make space. Let's do it. Bitch. Yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> when you block them on Insta. So, no, yeah, but I know what you mean. I just think... Do you think in us avoiding hurting ourselves, hurting other people, we just. Yeah. Like to avoid hurting someone else so that I hurt for 10 years? That's no, but, but, but why would you need to hurt for 10 years? If you communicate kindly, but you communicate the truth as kindly you as didn't you can. Do it, yeah. But see, I roped you back in. I said, we can chat about money. So no, get to the point where you say it, say what you want to say. You see, you so, okay, wait, wait. so the truth is 
you bore me. Yes. It's just boring. I'm just not interested. I don't find I, you interesting. But then I can say, like, that's fine. But I just, I seriously think that we're not, we're not aligned at the moment. And it. Yeah. And I know, I know you want money. I do too. I just love self-dev, but I also want money. Like I'm so interested in the bougie life. I'll make space for you to chat about that. Yeah, I'm going to have to block it. I'm so dead. <laughs> block and delete. Block and delete. Just a scene, Banya Crazy. 2012. <laughs> okay. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. And the thing is, like, that's why I think, I don't know if all truths are relevant. I don't know that people need to know. I just don't think they're interesting people. Wait, so then how would you end this friendship mm. without telling okay. the truth? Is, um, I honestly think just, like, giving yourself space wait no i'm i'm the one that's like hey 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 what's yeah. happening One, okay so space. what i do currently if someone's yeah. actually because there are people just not interesting i just it starts to become paring off it's just a smiley face a lol a ha ha wow so then eh, they'll be lol, they'll hee, write ha. to you and you'll write back lol ha hee no so don't want to engage in that i'm not need to be i need, just need to be honest i can't Bitch, but would you? You won't be yak will you be honest when we close this podcast i need to try i just the t- the the stress of being fake true okay okay i have a better solution you ease into it so that was a good workshopping <laughs> so your friend um you just you're not aligned anymore yeah. it's just not working you've outgrown it you can start by saying when you say to people like oh, i think we need some space or i need some space i think people often for the most part are reasonable like and also are egoistic so or egoistic egoistic so, no, I think the, the two egoic. It's egoic, <laughs> yeah. egotistic, and egotistical. So I think people's egos, like if someone said they wanted space for me, they asked for a month. I'll give them six. Like I will give you six. You're like, oh, 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 Mom, I don't need you more. Or like, do you know what I mean? If someone says they'd like some space from you, don't you tend to give them? Except if it's a man pursuing a woman, they because they don't act consent or listen. God. I think we give people. You know what I mean, don't you? So I think people would be reasonable if you said, I need some space. They really will give you that space, yeah. that breadth. Unless they're a narcissist. In that case, I think a heavy hand is fine with them. Because <laughs> I just don't think they, they can't get it any other way. <laughs> I mean, they can, yeah. A heavy hand. An uh, absolute heavy hand. Uh-huh. So, um... Eh? So so that's a... So, yeah, okay, so okay, you'll... Do you want to tell us in the next episode or the next friendship on what you decide to do? With your friendships. Yeah, I'll have to. I, yeah. Because otherwise it'll be 12 years like me, hey? 12 years a slave. Do you want that? No, I can't. Not that it hasn't already been. Is it easier to emotionally clock out rather than initiate a breakup? This is just leading on from From that. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is easier in the short term, but for me, it's harder in the long term. Really? Yeah. I actually am so fine. I just dated. I had a friendship just dating for 12 years. Like, I am I really can emotionally clock but out. was it... I mean, when I talk about friendship, I don't mean acquaintance. I don't mean, oh, like, you went for coffee okay. in 2003. We mean actual... Yeah, like very a fr- close. Yeah. We should have defined Like, these, these four core friends. Okay, that's oh. true. Because there's a friend... That's true. These four core friends. The friend I all go, lol, crazy, wow, wild, lol... That's someone who's not a friend. I would they're narcissistic. absolutely do that too. Yeah, okay. They're not a friend. They, they've they assumed a friendship because they're a narcissist. Yeah. Okay, okay. I would actually also just not respond, especially when it's all one-sided. They just want my attention and mm. I just don't respond. Okay, so with good friends. But n- kindly, not with aggression. Yeah. Okay, no. Very different silence. <laughs> <laughs> a very different, they, they very. can feel the difference? Yeah. Intention versus impact. That's right. Okay, so with close friends. Oh, in that case, no, then we do have to have an audit yeah. of your friendships. <laughs> you know, can you do you? I know. You want me to just keep saying, but no, yeah, no, no, you... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We will do it. I will do an audit because I can't live like this. What do you do when friendships become more work than they're worth? <laughs> and I put a, I, I put a name of her friend that I think I'm referencing. Where are we? I put stars, but I put one letter so you can probably guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they become more work than they are worth. No, that's that it's time for that conversation. And I think, but, but I think, so what I think I need to do is go in with a preconceived idea of what I would like the outcome to be. I think still being kind because I would like to give, um, I would like to give respect to what we, what we have shared. Mm. And just because this is another human being and, and it's not like it's all been one way I've, I've benefited greatly. Mm. It's just, I think at a point where the friendship needs to transition. Um, and I have an idea of what it needs to transition to or what I'd like it to transition to, but I'm not going to be so, uh, what's the word? 
selfish to assume that I know the answer. I, I do feel that always when two two minds or more than one mind comes together with pure intent, there is a better solution than any single one solution. Wow, I need to elevate to that level. Uh, absolutely. I think I always absolutely. have the best solution yeah. until once pre- presented that's better. Then I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah you've got a, a major an idea problem. too. So, you know, I mean, yeah. That's this is I've been living. It's not with really you. a major problem. I think what I like about myself is I come with solutions, but now I'm learning how to come with them and be willing to workshop them, which right. I always do with you. But if I wasn't the kind of person I was coming with solutions, this house would be on fire. It would be. Yeah. It would be. And, and you, you would be sitting on your bed with your arms crossed <laughs> because I didn't grab the first pail of yes, water. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm very about balance. Very much of. Um. So what I also found out about myself in these friendships is that. A lot of the issues in half of them stem from me being really uncomfortable being cared for and like people <laughs> showing like, yeah, like being. Oh, my God. So you want people to be better friends. But then when they want to be better friends and care for you, you're like, fuck off. But I don't think that's what makes a good friend because none of my friendships. I I don't get care, love, like care from any of my friendships. Am I a friend? I give you Someone care. at the gym was like, do you have a best friend besides your sister? That is so I was cute. on the floor. I was on the floor. Accurate. Yes, you are my friend. Anyhow, but oh, no, but make you, that point You though. do give me care, but it's still hard. Like, I always have... I go to Nyak when I have literally six rand in my bank, and then like, there's not... <laughs> you know what I mean? I leave it to the last minute. I exhausted my, my British bank account. Like, b- before I ask for help, it's at the end. Like, I've truly burnt... The candle at both ends. I've told you not to do that. I know. It's just not something I'm, I'm comfortable with at all. But that's the care. I mean, so I'm not talking about financial care. I mean, like care. Yeah. Other care, emotional care. And I'm finding things. it a, a huge issue. So most people, which is great, don't really notice when they don't know much about you. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm so, I'm genuinely so interested in the people I love. And so when we hang out, I'm asking them questions about them. So I'm so interested. And because that's such a... It's a pleasant thing. It's, and it's a lovely thing to chat about yourself and about the thing, you know, and to engage in issues you find interesting um, that you might not realize, oh, but like, I've not really talked to Mukundu or asked her or like checked in with her. And I like it that way because I don't know. That, yeah, that is how the, that's the controller, vulnerable. savior, like being better than. I don't have the right words yeah. complex because I used to have it. Yeah. I'm better now. When a person doesn't ask me questions, I also keep quiet. But not, but for me, not as a, I get I don't, it. Yeah. I'm not keeping quiet in a good way. So, like, oh, hi, yeah, yeah. You didn't ask me. It's a relief when I'm not, I don't have to be asked. Yeah. So still, it's I, all a problem. Yes. But not from a space. It's from a space, but I don't know if it's a space of feeling better as much as I don't know how to engage. Um, I know how to, there's very many things I know how to make about me. This podcast is about me and about you. You know what I mean? I know how to make a lot of things about me, but there are other, there's some things I really don't. And it's like centering, just like how I really feel like, it's very easy to perform or to think you're vulnerable or to think you're progressive when your measure is people who are less of that than you. Right. I'm very open about a lot of things. I can talk about ass eating and talk about the color of my anus. I can talk about this and this. And so it might appear that I'm vulnerable because other people won't talk about ass eating. But when we use other measures, like, how do you really feel? Are you scared? I don't do that, but I've never had to consider that because the measures, do you know what I mean? I'm comparing mm. myself against, I mean, if you compare yourself to Trump, of course you're a humanitarian. So it's that kind of thing. I'm just using false measures, which is quite interesting. So, how, but, and, and the reason I bring this up and you look really confused. I do look at, cause I don't actually understand what you've just said. So what I get the, the comparison thing, yes. but, but what is then, what is lacking in that? The people that your friends, what is Nothing's lacking? lacking? No, but you said that, um, because you're so inquisitive. Oh, it's that you, you said that it's so easy for people not to realize that they know nothing about you because yes. you're always asking questions about them. Yes. And that was all to say. Oh, that's all to say. There was a question. This was leading. Oh yeah. That an issue, the, a lot of the issues in my friendships stem from people feel close. People, some of my friends measure friendship by how much you share. I share, you share. I share, you share. You know, I told you something embarrassing or sad. You tell me something embarrassing or yes. sad. I'm not willing to do that in, that that right. exchange often. And so for some friendships, if you measure your friendship by how vulnerable you're willing to be, sometimes I just won't be that friend then because I'm not willing to necessarily go there with myself. Right. Openly with you. And so... My question was how, or that's just like a statement, but then I'm quite interested in how do you make friends 
without like vulnerability on both ends. I don't think it's friendship then. Really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely That's not. That's so interesting. So how do you measure? So you measure friendship by how much you pain bond? No, it's not pain. Vulnerability isn't pain. It's just honesty. So how much you vulnerability bond? Um, yeah. But you have friends who overshare. You have friends who overshare and you hate them. <laughs> but because, wait, 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 wait. I have friends that overshare. Like who just go in about their pain or their vulnerability. Yes. And that's, you don't consider they, those good friends. They're not friends, no. So how then? You said the measure of friendship is how vulnerable you are, which I don't agree with. Which I, I haven't had to be. Because they're always gabbing. Okay, so it's... Okay, mutual vulnerability. Absolutely. Oh, yes. So they think that I'm a good friend, but they are absolutely not even a friend to me. That's they, so interesting. I would never go to them. Mutual vulnerability. Because they haven't, they haven't even... They don't recognize that there is an, a complete imbalance. So... Okay. So the thing is, I think we all have our different... Like, uh, what's a, like ways that we think things should be. Mm. Um, and... I'm not about to go schooling people. I just want to meet people where our things already align, where our, you know, our system already aligns and we can have friends like that. So I'm not, I'm not about to teach that person. Listen, you need to ask me more. You need to, whatever, if we're just beginning a friendship, I don't need to, they can go find someone else and all they do is talk over each other and they'll find their balance. So how do you define friendship? So one of them is shared vulnerability. Is that the, the thing? Shared vulnerability helps to, um, for, mutual elevation i think that's probably the point of friendship for me is mutual elevation and that can come in having good times but holding each other accountable or 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 pointing out aspects of each other that that you know each that the person wants to improve on or to grow or to discard or to whatever but just to to be able to hold space for them to become more of who they are but i definitely think a shared uh, vulnerability is is necessary for it to be so that you can actually relax, unbuckle your belt. I want to unbuckle my belt. Those are my friendships. Like, I don't need to hold my tummy in and be strong or be composed. None of that. Okay. So vulnerability isn't showing when, oh, I'm wounded and I'm hurt. It's actually, for me, it's just, it's being, it's being honest and open oh. with no fear of rejection. That's vulnerability. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. That's interesting. Okay. So we also have different, I guess, what's definitions your, of vulnerability. Of vulnerability. Yeah. So what's your, your definition of friendship and vulnerability? Friendship. Friendship for me, or I, I know what I need from it. I don't know what the definition... Okay, I tell me that then. What I need from friends is honesty. I love when people are really honest and like unashamed of who they are. And they have to be like driven and in whatever direction, driven and intelligent and thoughtful yeah. and like really willing to, to like th- think and dismantle and unlearn. That's yeah. really fun. Yeah. So when I say to them, what's the difference between Obama and Trump? They mustn't just go red and be like, well, there's uh like that. That's actually a question. Yeah. And you need to think. So that's my. Yeah, that's my. Um, and vulnerability. Honesty for me and vulnerability aren't the same. Vulnerability to me is w- giving sharing a piece of yourself that if they rejected that, that would wound you further. I don't really do that. So I can talk about ass eating because if anyone says I'm a sinner, I don't mind. I'm not going to talk about my issues from, you know, traumatic childhood because if that was rejected, that might push me further into feeling othered. So for me, vulnerability is sharing something that really is is sensitivity. It's sharing like a sensitive thing that really can... But that means then you don't accept expect your friendships to be a safe space. No, no. It means I, I have issues being vulnerable. It's not uh. about friends. It's not about who it is. Even with the therapist, like, it's not about who it is. Uh. I'm just, I'm so used to being, I enjoy being self-sufficient. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, I've got it in my head that that's, I just, you know, I'm just a yeah. one-man train, self-sufficient. So when I need help, it's just jarring. Or when I, or when I need to share or yeah. need assistance, it's, I'm just so unused to it. Are you working on it? Not this year. Next year. Uh, 2020. I've already got my, my things I'm working how on How many year. more months have I got to endure? Mm, five. Five. I'll yeah, be fine. Five years. Interesting. So do you feel now... How many? If you had to count on your hand, how many friends do you have to have hard conversations with, Nyaki? Three. Okay. Good. Oh, you. Four. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, how wow. I wonder what it feels. <laughs> Hey! Got it. <laughs> okay. 
So that was good. So the whole point of today was going through your friendships, the hard conversations, the issues, the hard conversations you had. And actually, in the end, coming back to, for me, the summary is honesty at the point of tension, at the start of tension would yeah. have resolved everything. 12 years, four years, <laughs> seven months. <laughs> had I just said. Yes. But that's, yeah, yes, yes. Had and that just, goes back mm. to vulnerability. Are you okay? Have I offended you? Do you still like me? Yes. Getting rejected pushes you for So yes. yes. Now that's where I need to work on. That's where vulnerability yeah. intersects then. Yeah. That's why. I'm, oh my God. So I'll be a better friend in 2020, but for yeah. the rest of the year, you just need to write it out. This is me. But I, and I've gotten into her only like good space, I'm good so friendship <laughs> space. <laughs> wow. I'm so excited now. I want to do a whole like um, friendship ordered thing. Maybe I'll even research a friendship ordered chart where I have specific set of questions and I'm going to ask my friends. I'm going to tell them all. I think we need a friendship ordered. Uh, if they're open, I'm going to send them these questions and we can fill them in and send them back and then discuss. Let's do that. Isn't Let's that actually make a, a worksheet. Let's make a worksheet. So we'll make a worksheet. I'll put the example room, redact some details and put this <laughs> up um, with Nyak's questions. And this can be... You're not the CIA. You can't redact. I know. So if I'm going to tipix out on my on the, no, the PDF. They use black. They use what? Black? They use black marker. Okay. So I'm going to redact. Yeah. And then we'll put it up on our link tree on my... Um, thing on yours and mine as well and we'll also have it as a link on the soundcloud apple itunes whatever i might Um, even put it up as a post like oh yes yes so this is the friendship audit we'll put some questions i love it oh this is fabulous i know oh friendship audit guys i'm so excited spring is around the corner (laughs) oh this is so perfect the spring equinox that's a bit far but spring is around the corner it is time to clear out the old cupboards to make space for the new if necessary or to (gasps) clean the current to make it anew. This is so exciting. It's so exciting. It's going to be a several page doc. It's going to be fantastic. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. It's going to cost $99. 99.9. In the future. So I get it now while it's hot. I all my fucking income on creams. So I need to make it back. You she bitches did. better. She literally had one itch, one... <laughs> one night. And one I went night. and bought the most expensive. She sends me the most like panicked message in the oh, morning. Oh yeah, it's... <laughs> Skin emergency. Gotta run to the chemist and get this cream that so and so recommended. So that is seven hundred rand, which is like what seventy dollars. Um, that is so funny. <sighs> so funny. Urgently need Northgate discount for specific cream. Skin emergency. We'll tell you more. <laughs> can you imagine? So I now I'm all up into. I'm like, oh well, I guess I can push work out and back and I'm get so to the dead. client later. No, I'm gonna make my money. Then we deal with your skin. Because do it. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Thank you, darlings. Really hope this was... Well, it was useful. So I'm um, <laughs> glad this was useful. Yeah. Uh, and look out for our calendar. Look out for our calendar. Which yeah. one? The friend... This audit calendar. Oh, sorry. The audit... Bitch. Look out for our audit um, worksheet. Yes. Um, feel free to should we send us screenshots. Yeah, yeah. Put them up anonymously. Definitely, definitely. Send us screenshots. Give us feedback about what happened. I'm gonna share mine for the first time. I'm gonna be open and honest, and see what happens. And if I end up with no friends, at least I have Mukundra. Ooh. You're gonna have to hold a lot of space, eh? You yeah, know what all my other I friends give do. me? Yeah, you're going to have to. We're going to go to the club. Uh, <laughs> the club is the last play. I'd rather go to the River Sticks than go to the club. Alrighty. Alrighty, lovelies. We love you. Love you lots. And um, vote on the best accent for this this episode. No, I wasn't prepared. See, hers is overdone. It's overstated. No, it's not. It's not overdone. That's very Bondi bait. Like, we're not trying to do that. <laughs> I could do a relaxed one. That's not relaxed. It is. That's very Stevie. You're I just don't know jealous. All right, this <laughs> this episode is Australian. Next week we're going to come prepared with Scottish. Scottish. Scottish, no. Yeah, we can do that. And then the week after we'll do um, maybe Jamaican. Um, see, any hitmen. I don't want any, I don't want to target any group that could actually send hitmen. Did you just say hitmen? Okay. Uh, excuse me, there's Jamaican hitmen in New York. Wrapping up. And I'm not even being racist or whatever there. <laughs> if you watch Power... James St. Patrick hires a Jamaican hitman, and that's where I got my information from. So there. Bye! Bye!